Good day, buffet. Sorry to keep you waiting. Your table is ready for all you can eat. A weekly comeback of K-pop music commentary. My name is Chuck Jose, and each week we take a brand new release and we let you know what we think about it. But before we get to that, I got to quickly introduce you to the other co-leaders of the group. Staying as beautiful and fashionable as always, it's Al and Mark. How are you doing? What is on your sweater? I get it, I think. I am in a hoodie. It's the amazing spider. Oh, hoodie. Okay, I get it. I get it. Glasses plus… I get it, I get it. Yes. Did did, uh, Tom Holland wear glasses? Nope. I don't think he ever never did, right? Neither did… No, Andrew Garfield definitely wore glasses. But I don't know. Maybe they'll add that in the fourth one or something like that. Who knows? But uh, doing okay. It was this week a week. Or has this week been just a week so far? Uh, I'm just tired. Uh, yeah. In like the 10 plus like hours I was at work today, about like oh. 8 to 8 and a half of it was just in meetings. So oh, that's I'm the like worst. mentally drained right now. In person also. Yeah. Ever since um, I switched to working from home, meetings have been wonderful. Because, yeah. So That's nice. I, I, I I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> I, I I've been in many meetings where I just I have like why do I have to be? I'm sure you have to be there in all your meetings, but most yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you like an act per, like active participant, or do you kind of just sit there take notes, go on your computer kind of things? Because those are the worst kind of meetings where you're like, why am I even here? No, I have nothing to contribute. I'm just here so that I can hear something. I guess. Yeah, I'm usually a contributor and. Almost uh, all yeah, of them that's... if I'm not leading it myself. So <laughs> Okay, that's even more that's even more awful. Well, hopefully um <laughs> a discussion about six K pop songs can uh <laughs> add some energy to um um yeah, to your to yourself. I, I couldn't think of a pun uh using the song titles just then. Yeah, but same same. Th- <laughs> thank you. <laughs> All right, and rounding out the big three is the one that hails from NYC. It's Steven. How are you doing? How was your work day? How was your how are your meetings and all that stuff? They're, they're, they're fine, not too complex, I guess. Um, yeah, it's, I forget okay. your work sometimes. Uh, I don't have a there lot was... of meetings, <laughs> um, but I had today yeah. I actually had to give like a overview of what I do because. I'm on a different team, or they like moved me to a new team last month, and then yeah, like don't really <laughs> knew what I do, and <laughs> so I had to. And you were moved to that team? Well, yeah, it's it's. I think it's a better fit, actually. Okay, um, that's good. Yeah, and it, everyone's nice. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, well, guys, uh, I don't want to delay our discussion because. I'm very excited to talk about the release that we're covering. 
this week. I don't know why. I, I think it's just because I've, I'm realizing that I really, really enjoy this group. Um, but we do have to share some love to the other plates that have been served this week. Um, something that we like to call um, our specials. So I'm going to throw it off to Steven and he's going to give our specials of the week. All right. Yeah, I I also am excited to get to today's group, but uh, I, we do have these specials, but I will try to get through them ASAP. So <laughs> I have a release <laughs> for every day of the week. Um, starting on Monday, we have a full-length album from B2B. It's called Be Together with the title track, The Song. Uh, this is their third studio album, and it's their first release as a full group in three years. Uh, last year, members Hyunshik and Song Songjae finished their military service, and they are the last uh, members of B2B to uh, complete their military service, so they, they are done. Um, and also, in about a month, they'll be celebrating their 10th anniversary since yeah. they debuted. Uh, this album has 13 tracks, and every song, it looks like, was co-composed or co-written by uh, the members. But mostly uh, Hyunshik or Huta, a.k.a. Minhyuk. So, uh, yeah, check that out. And then congratulations to them on 10 years. Um, so, with moving on to Tuesday. I just mentioned the group that's been around a while. Tuesday, we have a debut that I'm sure you've heard of already. It is Nmix with their debut single album called Admare with the title track. Oh, 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 oh okay. Yeah, oh, oh, zeros. yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, uh, and the B-side Tank. Um, Nmix is a seven-member girl group from JYP. And uh, yeah, the, the title track was written by the Hub production crew. Uh, you might know them for members being involved on the songs like Not Shy or in Hypen's uh, Blessed Cursed. Um, and then on Tank, that is a Dwayne Dem Joints Abernathy uh, joint, I guess, uh, with, along with <laughs> Erica Coulter. Joint. Uh, several others, including a certain uh, Ryan. Um, if you are interested in learning more about... Um, the production of OO, uh, you can actually go to Genius. They have a Q&A with The Hub, and they tell you more about the inspiration for the title track and the various genres that uh, <laughs> comprise it. Um, yeah, I, I always wish a, a new group good luck. And from the opinions I've been seeing, like, never have I meant it more. I, I have listened to it. Um <laughs> And I don't know, maybe this will be maybe this will be a topic for next week. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> um, good luck to Nmix. Uh, I, I do root for every group. Um, so good luck to them. <clears throat> uh, next up on Wednesday, another very new group. It's Billy with their comeback called The Collective Soul and Unconscious Chapter One. And this is a mini album, their second mini album, uh, with the title track. Ginga Minga Yo, The Strange World. Um, so yeah, this is a follow-up to the, their last release was called The Collective Soul and Unconscious 
uh, Snowy Night with the single Snowy Night. Um, but this mini album has five tracks, uh, including one track for the fandom, uh, which is called Believe. And the lyrics for that were written by the members. And that track is also a, a, a collapsed one, Justin Reinstein track. Um, so that's exciting. Um, the title track is by the 153 production groups, Joombas and Creators Club uh, groups, including Ashley Alicia, who wrote uh, some, a couple of Luna songs like Curiosity and Satellite. Um, we also see Ningjishan uh, Ning on this uh, album as well. So yeah, uh, Billy is, is back already. I know that they, they just came out with some music and I, I like to see groups uh, just making music. That's um, also three releases in four months. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. Uh, well, maybe it's... Uh, never mind. Uh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> and then moving on. Uh, on Thursday, uh, we have a soloist I, I haven't heard too much about, but um, I just wanted to mention them. They, uh, her name's Rothy, or Roshi is like the Korean writing, I think. And she has a single called Winter and Then Spring. Um, and I think she is better known for her OSTs. And uh, she, this song, the lyrics were written by Kim Ina, who's been around for a long time. She's written lyrics uh, for IU, Yuna, Shiny, Brown Eyed Girls, and, and a number of other artists. Um, and one little fun fact about uh, Rothy is that she went to Hanlim Arts High School along with uh, several other idols we know and love. <laughs> um, okay, but lastly, on Friday, we have another solo release. This one from Solji of EXID. It's called uh, First Letter, and it is a mini album with the title track Fade Away. This is her first mini-album. Not her debut, but her first mini-album. And it is being released under CJS Entertainment. It has four tracks. Uh, she wrote the lyrics for the song Pillow. And on this song, it was we see that it was composed by uh, Switch, Sunkiss, Win, and someone I was very excited to see, Jerry Carrot. Um, <laughs> Uh, I forgot the last release, but it's been a few months since we got a Jerry Carrot track. Uh, but yeah, go go check that out. Go check out all of these releases. And yeah, those are my specials of the week. Awesome. Thanks, Stephen. Okay. Alamark, I'm curious. We, we did take a break between albums uh, before we covered this group again. So I'm mm-hmm. sure there's a lot of stuff to uh, cover. In the rundown. So why don't you take it away and uh, catch us up on what this group has been doing? Yeah, so we are covering the latest release from Stacy. Girls, it's going down. So going down. Uh, since our last episode on them, which when we went over Statum uh, back in first half of 2021. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, so God. since then, uh, they came back with another uh, mini album. Oh, wait. Statum was a single album, so technically, uh, stereotype. No, there's is a, there was other songs, and yeah, but I think they Statum, considered right? it a single album. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, because I have it listed here. So on September 6, 2021, Stacy released their first mini album, Stereotype, with the title track of the same name, uh, which was another catchy pop hit, of course, uh, produced by Black Eyed Pilsung. Uh, this song gave them their first music show win on SBS's MTV's The Show on September 14th. So amazing with how like viral and big ASAP was. They didn't get the first one until Stereotype. Sometimes those things come late. Uh, but then after that, they went on to win a whole bunch of rookie awards, including the Guy on Chart Awards, Discovery of the Year, Hot Trend Award, the Rookie of the Year, and Digital Song Bonsang at the Golden Disc Awards, as well as the Melon Music Awards, Won the K Original Content Award, and Soul Music Awards Best Performance. So, um, decent amount of award. That's only to name a few uh, for. Uh, what sell at the time a rookie group so um, yeah they had a really big year 2021 we touched a little bit but we also they got even bigger since then so um, yeah so now in 2022 uh, they announced a new comeback we're going the will I am route on search engine optimization releasing their second EP titled younglove.com or young-love.com on February 21st uh, announced through the website of the same name, so they actually own that website, uh, and it is led by the single "Run to You," stylized as "Run," number two, then the letter U, no spaces. Uh, yes, yeah, so very excited to discuss them again finally after um, you know skipping uh, one comeback, and also having Steven here to discuss it with us because yeah. he missed the he missed the last Stacy episode. You mi- oh yeah, yeah, you did. That's right. Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess you could say he he wasn't. He said he wasn't gonna be there that episode, <laughs> but for this one, he said I'll be there. <laughs> Steven, we um, uh, sorry, Ham talked about Stacy a year Chick ago. Uh, <laughs> Chickpea Ham talked about Stacy a year ago, so we didn't get a chance to. Get your opinion of Stacy. Uh, what it, do you like, Stacy? Like, do you think they're <laughs> all right? Well, what, what, yeah. what are your thoughts on Stacy? I mean, our our subunit is loosely inspired by Stacy. Also, where since we're steak, and if you were to like read <laughs> Stacy exactly, it could also be steak. steak. Um, but, <laughs> um, but no, I am a huge fan of Stacy. I like them a lot. I loved so bad, um, and I I just loved uh, I loved State of too, and like they just kept on making great music. Uh, so yeah, I like Stacy a lot. Did you mean to make a Black Eyed Peas reference when you said the Will I Am SEO ranking? No, I I realized BEP. I no, Black I didn't. I didn't put that BEP yeah. reference. I just <laughs> I thought I thought no. that you were doing like a double layer. No, uh, I just know that because reference. Will I Am's name is literally a website. So, <laughs> <laughs> I you know what I actually didn't know that. <laughs> I'm gonna go to WillIam.com. No, it's Will. It's Will. It's Will. Will. Will and that's the website. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, I'm gonna go to that website. Uh, I'll link it below in the description. Uh, for this podcast, if you're, if you're curious, <laughs> just, same with the young. That's love. just the description. <laughs> Will I? <laughs> Make sure to follow us. <laughs> okay, 
Well, then <laughs> I am excited. To... Like, Why don't I get four more clicks to my website out of it? <laughs> you know, he's checking his traffic. <laughs> I got, I got four clicks between the demographic of twenty eight and thirty four. All ah, so weird. Taboo. Who else? Oh, Missy Gray. No, no, it's the who was the wasn't there like an original member of Black Eyed Peas who left or something like that? Maybe like like a side singer. Anyway, Um, okay. So (laughs) suffice to say, I'm very excited, (laughs) also, Stephen, to talk about this album. I. Because I, I, who were you, were you the one who said so, Stacy? Question mark or was that you, Alan Martin? That was I, me. Yeah, that was you. Okay, I mean, so, it was the, the best option we had. I know. It wasn't a full I, album. I wasn't. I had. <laughs> yeah. This was like not in my radar at all. Did they just kind of shadow announce it, or no. did they tease it for a while? <laughs> and a I just of, they they been a out lot of it. Photos on there. Yeah. Okay, I've just been out of it. So I, I was pleasantly surprised to find out that we're doing a Stacy album, and then I listened to it, and then I was like. When usually I'm like, okay, I'm gonna take my time with this album and then get some thoughts. But with this album, I started writing notes like sorry, I'm gonna have to use the ASAP pun as well. Um I wrote notes as soon as possible because I was so excited. This I I I don't even know where to start with this album. I guess we'll start with the single, (laughs) but I I will just say right off the bat, because I wanted to do that. I would say I would say right off the bat, this is an immediate no skips for me. This was this this album was so good front to back, and I can't wait to talk about each song. Um, and I'll let you guys also talk about <laughs> to tell your opinions as well. But we'll start with track number one, the lead single, "Run Two," as in the number you. And the number you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the number two letter U. There you go. Thank you. Thank you for catching that. Um, but I mean, this is it's 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 interesting because usually Black Eyed Pillsong does like all the songs for Stacy, right? Like mm-hmm. that's usually their mo. Yep. Um, so I was surprised to see like them sharing some producing credits, I guess, uh, with other other groups. Um, but this song itself, this is. Very much a Black Eyed Pill song. I didn't even I didn't even have to look it up. I already knew right off the bat. I was like, okay, this is this has got to be them. And man, the the beat was just so so good. I don't know. It's just so good. I mean, um, we're back to the so bad version of Stacy because we we had a lot of the schoolgirl um, concepts. Um, stereotype was also school. Yeah, yeah, that was also schoolgirl. Um, well, I guess ASAP was like young girl, teen. Uh, I don't know. And then stereotype was schoolgirl. This is them coming back to like the like the badass women, um, beautiful outfits, um, amazing visuals type concept. And sorry, that I'm just thinking the music video. But we're back to the so bad version. And I just I don't know this. There was just something about this song that's just so addicting and catchy, and it just felt like it was like a wild car ride. I, I felt like I was um, 
I was in I was like a in a miniature go-kart and then I was like trying to like just travel all like like going around all these obstacles, these wacky obstacles. I felt like a Looney Tune character at some points. I felt just so animated with this song and it just the the energy I I don't know. I I I'm kind of rambling at this point. I'm going to because I'm holding off my other comments cuz I want to kind of let you guys talk as well. Um but yeah, the beat. The second, the first note I wrote was "God, this beat." Um, yeah, Stephen, I would like to know what you think. What you thought about "Run Number Two, Letter U"? I yeah, I I really like this song too. And like, I I actually just started writing my notes last night. I but it came after listening to the album a few times, and but only with like very positive thoughts. So I was like, just really excited to write down what I thought about this. Uh, but I still felt like it, I, I didn't want, I did I felt like I didn't need to detail a lot about it. I, I just really like this song. Um, like I had that same note about this being the return to kind of so bad, uh, which was, which I think it's still my favorite single of theirs. Um, mm. But I do, I did really like that concept um, and was hoping we would get something closer to that again from Stacy. So I was really happy that they did something like that. It, it sounds kind of futuristic, but not mm. really like experimental that sometimes future sounds uh, can sound. Um, and even just like from the intro, I was looking at, the album art at the same time and it it just also was it felt like something was being launched and like something was was hurtling towards something else in in space like perhaps a star to a young culture and <laughs> um, you, were you were you setting yourself? Up? I I wrote that down. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I, good, I good, like, okay. Great. Uh, like great, it's like, great it's, setup. Great setup. Um, yeah, it just it has the the. It's really a Black Eyed Pills song. So it was like because of all those sounds that you hear, those synths, like a siren, those all the little bells and and risers that that they use. It it just sounds. Like them so much, and it just sounds so much like Stacy. Um, I love that sample that they did during the chorus. I, I can't, I couldn't pick out what instrument it was, but which one is um, it? The the one that the main the main hook in the oh, chorus. Mm-hmm. It's like some sort of horn, horn synth thing. But then when um, I think it was a uh, was it Seelan who was doing the yeah during the main chorus or like the. The part I I love that little kind of ch- rolling chimes that were happening it felt like a harp being pl- or like strung or something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, I think that was Isa's part when she, that was Isa's the, the part. little bit little bit part. Oh, was that Isa's part? That's Isa. Okay, never mind. Isa's part. Sorry, sorry, Isa. Um, I love that part. That that that's a standout part for me. Just. Just there's so many sounds in my ears, and it just felt so fun sonically. Um, Al Mark, please tell me you love this song too. <laughs> I, oh, not love, but you know, really, you don't have to love it. Just you enjoyed it as well. You just want to temper my the expectations, so that doesn't. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> it was really interesting. Like I love going from uh, a pink to this because we're seeing really like two different sides of Black Eyed Pilsung. Where with a pink, it's like a lot more. Uh, it's elegant. It's uh, like it's a lot more. Uh, that is another adjective I thought of. But then with uh, with Stacy, now you were getting like the more playful side, the vibrant, fun, like bouncy side. So like yeah, I mean, there's the uh, just how good Run to You is. It's sort of expected at this point they've had like a great run of singles and you know it's sort of like you're waiting for like the moment when they're gonna falter but it's like they haven't yet it's rent to you is still so great they're uh i think consistently they've created like this sound that at the same time is both diverse but feels very stacy with their singles so i thought it was um i mean this fit them perfectly um like i love you know, parts of it. just the overall sound and vibe, like the pulsating bass synth that goes on throughout, I think really sets a tone. And it reminds me of something, I don't know exactly, but probably something 80s-ish that I really enjoy. Um, yeah, and then melodically also, it's incredible. I think I had a little criticism with Dilemma, how melodically that didn't stand out to me, which is surprising for a Black Eyed Pilsung song. Probably because they put all that energy into the room to you, which is just so good. Like every melodic line, I think is very. It's just so good. It's so hooky. Um, but and then Chuck, you mentioned that uh, that's that the horn sample and the chorus too. Though, um, like I will say that is the one part of the song I do not like, <laughs> and I think I've like convinced myself I actually don't like it. Uh, it was jarring when I first heard it, and I tried to convince myself, like, it's not, like, no, I, like, it'll grow on you over time. But I think I'm still at the point where I don't like it because, uh, er, like, everything in this song, like, is very, um, like, synthesized. It's very, like, mm-hmm. electronic. And then that horn, it's, like, it's using, uh, I mean, it's the, it's not a real, like, horn, like, sax or whatever it is uh, that they did. Um, but like using a sample of like a real uh, like live instrument um, and then like pitch bending it in ways it's like it felt too fakely organic compared to like mm. the very computerized synth- uh, synthiness of everything else uh, and the register of the arrangement like it's like the uncanny, uncanny valley of sounds. Yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> that, exactly. Okay. I see. <laughs> so I've never heard that before, but I. I yeah. I, I, I think it. I just it's... I just made that up right now. Um, yeah, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I think that's just a me problem, though. I don't think it necessarily means that it's like a bad use. Uh, or I a hate bad it now part too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think that's I convinced like, myself I love it, but you convinced uh-huh. me not to love it. <laughs> I, my my taste can change. Oh yeah, <laughs> but no. But I see. I I could see now that you're kind of. Yeah. Expressing your thoughts about it, I can see, um, I can relate, or I can, <laughs> I can sympathize, I guess, mm. yeah, um, with the I, feeling because it is jarring now that yeah, I, like, especially the first time it comes in, that's where it's yeah. especially jarring because everything is so like soft and like, and then all of a sudden there's like this synth that comes in, uh, and usually I'm like all good with like really abrasive sounding like. Uh, parts of arrangements but yeah I think this one it's so 
it sticks out so much. But I think because it was introduced already, every time it comes back after, it's not as bad. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I wonder if they just added that in because they wanted to really mess with their like brains, I guess. Just do something different, I guess. Yeah, I mean, um, it's a it's a choice. Yeah, it is a choice. Um, okay, Stephen, what are some parts that did, did you did you have any horn jarring horn moments? Uh, uh, no, I uh, I didn't mind that that section or that <laughs> instrument at all. Uh, I thought it was fine. You're right; it is good. I've changed my <laughs> mind again. <laughs> um, there there were certain there were some instruments I I really liked. Uh, which you, which I heard more clearly in like that, the the ins- that instrumental break, which is just the the chorus, but like <laughs> no vocals, <laughs> but um, horn, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you can hear, you can hear like there's a, these synth, there's a synth they use, but it's just like really quick, and there's some, it just sounds staticky. I really like that. Uh, it, it's not, it doesn't come through as clearly in in the chorus, um, but I, I heard it in the instrumental part i really love it um and and that little that bell that like rises i I don't want to imitate it because i'll just sound really bad but uh the part that's yeah yeah (laughs) yeah yeah that one (laughs) um yeah um what else uh yeah i i do want to say i really liked uh jay's uh verse especially her intro she goes JJ and like yeah I, I don't know if she's done that before no and it's then, just been one J usually yeah <laughs> and then also her line where she goes where she goes a little quieter she says don't yeah that part yes so good yeah I wrote that down yeah so good I love that um I I also enjoyed the fact that the bridge actually felt like it fit um as part of the song. Um, it wasn't. It didn't need to change your your energy to kind of like make you wanting the song back. What it did was it kind of um, it just took out a, uh, like the craziness of the arrangement and then kind of just left a couple instruments in there and then um, I don't know. It, it was just it felt like a nice uh, respite, I guess, mm-hmm. from. The horrible, horrible horn uh, <laughs> sample used in the chorus, um, but it just—I just loved how the ride that this song, I guess, brought all of us on, um, and I just didn't want to get off. It was so—it was fun. It was a fun, oh, fun time. Um, okay, do you guys have any other musical notes? to point out mm-hmm. before we kind of quickly talk about the music video. I, as much as I talked about the horn, I do really love the chorus overall, especially because it's in, it basically has three different sections. The first part being the one with the horn that Sian sings, or Sian sings a lot, which like, um, yeah, the horn's there, but, um, but that main like sequence, the, so I went to you, it's like, and I to you like that part's really nice yeah. and like a great way to start it melodically. And then she has that the her lines after that. And then the part you mentioned with the little bit, little bit, um, and those chimes, I think that's my favorite part of the chorus. It's so pretty. And then 
followed up by mm. uh, Yoon's part at the end. I think it's um, yeah, especially with their different vocal tones, it was a nice like um, it just fit really nicely sequentially. Yeah, and my 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 two notes are just like member uh, notes. I already mentioned Jay, but something about. Jay's starting songs it sounds great. Like I, I don't yeah. know, they just feel so bad really also. Good. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then just I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about her like on every song, but just just she uh, at the end. Um, oh yeah, 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 so good. It, and the it wasn't just was yeah, so yeah. It wasn't just her high note, but like the her ad libs for the the outro chorus, just so good. Do you guys have biases? I'm like teetering because I have, I have a hard time thinking of bias. I, I've kind I think it actually used to be it used to be Yoon. I I really liked yeah. her voice I, and I still do. But uh, then I saw Sumin fall down in their one <laughs> video. <laughs> I was like, ah, uh, she embodies the Stacey girls. Going down. Going down. So, uh, <laughs> I think they even made fun of that again after when they were yeah, doing the real yeah. in the same room. Oh, so, so funny. yeah, I, I think it's yeah, I think it's yeah. the leader. Yeah, the leader Suman. Yeah. yeah, I love I it. I do love Suman too. Yeah. <laughs> I I think I was like initial in the beginning was like so was between Suman or Xian, um, but I mean, Fiction is like one of my favorite K-pop songs ever. It was like one of the first ones that got me into K-pop. So when Aizo was part of that performance in the, mm. I think, Guy of Daejuns uh, recently, and last December, I was like, well, n- now <laughs> that's my bias right there. Um, and I also really great. like her uh, vocal tone a lot. Um, yeah, her tone's especially, great. Yeah, especially in uh, I'll Be There, which I added in my uh, 2021 playlist. I think it yeah. sounded really good there. So I think I have to pick it's either Yoon or Jay, just because I realize that I'll always stand the Makne. And I think Jay, if I read it correctly, is the Makne of the mm-hmm. group. Yeah. And that makes sense. Um, especially when you see her in the music video. There's that one part where she's kind of doing like the goofy dance in the blue blue dress, I think. No, wait. Yes. Oh, is that when she's yes. like in that room with the windows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I would say Jay. Plus her voice, it's just like, yeah. the fact yeah. that she can pull both tones, like the the deep rap voice and then the beautiful melodic singing voice. It's great. It's come on, and she's the magne. So, um, all right. With that, uh, we have a we have a music video that accompanies this song as well. Um, and so, for the first time ever in our Zoom call, I'm gonna share. Ooh. <laughs> I'm going to share that music video <laughs> so you can watch it while you talk about it. Sweet. Not that you need to, I guess, but this is our first like live commentary probably. Okay. Well, we on our live show we kind of Oh did yeah, that, what so. do we know? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Very live. Our first It's very live. Pre-recorded live. <laughs> there you go. Um Okay, it's kind of distracting because all I want to do is watch the music video now instead yeah. of talking about <laughs> We're going to be here in like three minutes of silence. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so visually it is… It's touching oh. upon a lot more vibrancy. A lot more… 
It's like public right transportation away. right away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It started as so exciting. <laughs> I mean, what what is the best nation with like underground public transport? Is that just the is that a rarity in Korea or something? Uh, just, I really don't know what it is. Why? Is but it just it, like an aesthetic, an I guess? I think. Yeah. No, it's, I it's, guess. They also are just fans. Uh, I, I really don't know. <laughs> it just gets everyone to where they need to go. <laughs> I mean, if if <laughs> if the SF BART looked like that train um, and was maintained to look like that, I would ride the BART as much as possible. Oh, yeah. It just looks so nice. I mean, I wouldn't... I wouldn't do the um uh who was it? Oh my god. Why am I forgetting the group? That's okay, I'll come back to them. Um okay, sorry. I, I'm just gonna stop looking at the video and look at you guys. Sorry. <laughs> fear it's the same. You, me- you mentioned Bart and then I realized that uh the synth in the beginning after the drum fill, right in the beginning. <laughs> Sounds like the same thing in the Itzy song where it sounds like the Bart when it starts. Up. That's right. Steven mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even. And I think Killing I Me was that. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, are you kidding oh me? Are kidding me? But oh Itzy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, it, it looks like because in in ASAP and Stereotype, I feel like they were able to save some money, I guess. <clears throat> I don't know if that was just because they were recording it during COVID times or something. But this visually feels like a lot has the most like practical sets and props. Cause I think so bad wasn't that Yeah. A lot of green screen, I think. I think so. Yeah. It was like yeah. Two or three sets. There wasn't a lot. Like, so bad does look the cheapest out of all of them, I think. Because <laughs> at yeah. least, like, the sets in, like, ASAP, ASAP look like it took like a, a lot of effort to make them, at least. Yeah. Mm. But, yeah. But, yeah, this one, this video for sure. Oh, yeah, I love that detail with uh, how they turned the sparks into hearts in the background during, like, the chorus. I don't know if you guys caught that. There. I know. Doing it. Are you... Are you playing? <laughs> it's not playing on the. <laughs> oh, it's not sharing. Okay, uh, sorry about that. No, you're sharing something. It's just not playing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's uh, <laughs> let's just forget that I did that real quick. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, it's over. <laughs> oh. Okay. Anyway, um, sorry. <laughs> This is our worst uh, music video commentary because we're just watching it live. Um, no one else knows what we're talking about. <laughs> go watch the video while we talk about this part because it's great. This is yeah. the part where he's like, don't do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just skip ahead to one thirty and then join us now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. This, this Yoon part in the motorcycle. Um... Yeah, I don't think there was any. I didn't get really any um, message to the video. I guess because the song's all about no matter what, I'll be there for you, kind of thing, right? No matter how, no matter what trouble, how you change, 
what difficulties lie ahead. Mm-hmm. I'll still be with you or something. Yeah. Um. So I don't, I don't think the video really has anything. Maybe, maybe that uh, Isa being that was Isa right in the in the glass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's breaking out of whatever barriers are keeping her from the you. Sorry, I'm just trying to get over analytical about this music video. Should I just take it for what it is? Yeah, maybe it's just pure aesthetics. (laughs) Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's probably it. Just very, very pretty. And I—that's that's the one thing I can always rely on with Stacy. Just again, very, very bright colors and just visually appealing. I mean, so good. Okay, Uh, do you guys want to talk about anything else about the video before I move on? Um. Just keep watching. Any favorite outfits? I, I thought, I thought Yoon's outfit with the shoes was really interesting. I I don't know if I'd seen that too often. Like that one, yeah. yeah with um, the like the the football pads. Yeah, that was, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Um, but I I also really liked some of the this like their individual sets. Um. Like uh, that, the Seon's like flower bed. I really like those scenes. Um, yeah. Obviously, Shion on the train, um, and then Suman's like with all the diamonds and that stuff. I like I like her set a lot too. Yeah, uh, touching on Shion's uh, set in the train or tram. Uh, shout out to safety because there is a first aid kit still installed onto <laughs> the wall there. So. Uh, that's that's nice to see As that she <laughs> hangs outside the tree. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but the doors open up a moving yeah. subway. Um or it looks like it's above ground, maybe it's in Chicago. Um <laughs> or there's some in New York, right? That go we do there. have some, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But also you mentioned the the shoe, like the deconstructed shoe out there. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was a I may have been inspired by this one fashion designer engineer. First can be good. So shout oh, out to, cool. to, to her. Um, just want to make sure I that like… That credit <laughs> like, Yeah. Because I've seen it like… it's It has come to pay, K-pop a few times already. Uh, but I just want to make sure that you know… Uh, that you know… Oh creatives, creators, especially black creators and creatives… Yeah. Are the, credited for… Work if you know it's inspired by their what they did, so yeah, yeah. shout out to Chris Miguel. Okay, yeah, cool. All right, I think I think we're ready to move on, guys. Okay, hold on, one one more note. Um, oh, okay, I just okay, wanted to touch on the choreography, just one moment that's not in the video, but it is you can see it in the dance practice. It's in the second verse, when they go from Yoon's or uh, Jade's part to Yoon's part in that verse, uh, they do like a transition in the in the choreography. It just looks like a magic trick to me, and I, I love it. It's so cool. I re- <laughs> was watching Ooh. that over and over again. <laughs> um, That's cool. Yeah, <laughs> I want to go watch it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, just... it's like it's like when and like. In Luna's colors when they switched uh Jinso with Yojin and stuff like that. That's oh, cool. Mm. Except this one is like, well, yeah, this one's super clean. Yeah, it's so clean. Just keep wait. 
Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just caught it now. Okay, all right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Great note to end on for that video. Did you did you watch the um I don't know if it was the not the showcase performance, but the uh, the 1K performance, the special Oh no! I actually no. did not see that one. Yeah, yeah, they have a they have a fun um, version over there. Lots of versions of this song to watch. Yeah, it's a great. I I think overall also it's a great uh, choreographed routine. There's a lot of like iconic moments, especially in the very beginning with the hip butt shake. Oh yeah, and then um, the Jay's obviously like Doto, where she she kind of like. Peeks in, peeks mm-hmm. forward, but then Stephen, like you were alluding to, the um, <laughs> what would you call that? Like the yeah, like I don't know the, the palm, yeah, oh, yeah. palm, uh, the the um, oh god, what's his name from Tekken? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> is it uh, E Honda? <laughs> yeah, well, no, no, that's from no, Street no, no, Fighter. Yeah, Street Fighter. <laughs> oh god, they're both sumo wrestlers. It's from the Dalson. There you go. <laughs> Sorry, the um. <laughs> The sumo palm. There you go. Ganryu. Yeah. Oh. Eh. Lots of lots of good good iconic moments. I wouldn't be surprised if there's some videos popping up on TikTok already for this yeah. choreo. I also want to mention, like, right in the lead into the chorus too, they did a little like gun cock. In the lead oh, into yeah, that part's like cool. sort of, but like signaling, not as, like when in the race when like they pull the trigger of the oh running. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I thought that was a nice little touch. Nice. Cool. Okay. All right. Let's move on, guys. Let's move on to track number two. Entitled Same Same. And Steven, I would like for you to lead our conversation for this song. What did you think about this? Yeah. Another another, uh, Black Eyed Peas song. Big fan of this one, too. Uh, I guess what... I I think was the highlight of this was uh, all of the like, or just the vocal arrangement on this. I thought it had fantastic like background vocals, and I think I even saw Sheehan got a like chorus vocals credit on this. So I feel like oh, cool. maybe she did a lot of the background vocal recording or or like writing of it. So that would be cool if she did. Um, like. Just at the ends of, in at the ends of the lines in the first verse, uh, it, there's just really nice like oohs and ahs, um, and same with the the, the pre-chorus, like there there's just these really really nice oohs, um, just behind that that section. Uh, but the, the pre-chorus itself, I liked the. Uh, it sounds like they're kind of ascending a scale with mm-hmm. a piano playing the same thing, kind of like. Like I a love lesson. that part. Yeah. Um, so, and then it goes into that chorus with that really basic synth sound. Yeah, which, I, know. I, I, I was, was going like, to say. I was just sitting here with my thing and going, doo, 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 doo. <laughs> <laughs> it's really fun. Um, no. Yeah. And like, I, I was hearing that and I was just like, it feels unfair that I'm not in high school to experience this song for the first time. <laughs> like, mm. Because it feels like, when I was in high school, there's songs that sounded like this that felt like that time, and mm-hmm. it, it the song overall wasn't like a, a 
nostalgic too much or or like a retro song, but it was that simple synth like a uh, mm. melody that that had this older feeling that I really liked. You're, t- you're talking about like ice cream paint job, I think or so, chicken yeah. noodle soup, like those types of songs. It just goes between just like like, a cu- like, like you don't notes. need much to the arrangement. You just need a catchy hook. Yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, and then that section or the chorus too. There's this. Re- ah, I love the. I think it's Sheehan singing these ahs in the back. That's oh, it's so nice. I, I yeah. So I I, I loved uh, just all of the vocals on this song. I agree. Another great song, Alamark. Um, what is your horn for this song? <laughs> what are, What are your thoughts on this song? Um, yeah. So with this song. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not much. I don't think there's much else to say after what uh, Stephen already how you're introduced to it. It's so uh, like simple and sweet. Uh, it's like so light, and, like it feels like a lullaby, which is really nice. Um, um, but yeah, but and it sort of stays on that same level throughout the song as well. Um, but I think because of that, it does end up being a little bit more forgettable for me on this album compared to all the other songs. How dare um, you? <laughs> how dare you? I know. I'm the contrarian <laughs> no in this episode. Oh, man. It's, um, I don't skip it. How dare you? I don't skip it. But then when you I get will, to the end, I'm like, I'm like... I'll never skip this song. Oh, yeah. Same, same. That that song happened. But like every... Yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah. Wait until you hear what I have to say about the other four songs. Uh, <laughs> Oh, but, yeah, I mean that's those are really the only notes. Uh, besides the fact that there's the Stacy Girls, it's going down. I was waiting for that because it's a not a great surprise single. at the end. Oh, it's so nice just to end it. It was just now you love it, right? See, yeah, no, yeah, it's, of course, because of that part. Um, okay, I let's see, just got to figure out which notes to. To drop to counter Alan Marks. That's like a debate team. Um, the I was trying to categorize. <laughs> I was trying to categorize the song into a nice succinct like uh, phrase, and the only thing I could come up with was pop trap. And you you hear a lot of this this type of sound. I think nowadays, um, I don't want to compare it. I'm not comparing it to like say a little Nas X song, but in the same vein, um, a lot of a lot of the popular songs nowadays um, are very simplistic, and all you need is like a very nice trap beat in the background, um, and then just that that very repetitive synth cat like you know three to four note hook. Um, and so that's what this reminded me of. Um, I was hearing a lot of bass hits that were very similar to what I usually hear with Take a Day Trip. Um, n- maybe not, okay, not Mobamba, but um, but maybe Panini. You could probably hear it on Panini. Anyway. Um, yeah, so it felt, felt very modern in a way. Um but like you were saying, Stephen, the synths, um, I just loved how, like, just to echo on, I loved how playful and silly they were. Um, and like like you were pointing out, I wrote down the same note of, uh, about how, like, it sounds like something I would come up with. Just like, because I, I don't know how to do proper synths. Um, 
but yeah, I I liked um what else did I like? I liked the bridge. I I liked how the bridge got a little ballady um with the whole piano. Um just the bare piano part. Um and at some points the piano did sound a little honky tonky, which I also enjoyed as well. Just 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 catching all these little details there. Um and yeah, I felt like I I I had so much there's so much it was like cutesy but also felt very like um it felt like it had a swag to it with the whole like same the same mm. same and then and then hey 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 but yeah uh steven take add add a little bit of notes i got to take a phone call sure um yeah i really liked the uh the last chorus with and the the outro kind of version of the chorus um where they were switching off lines there and they kind of were were delivering it a little different um but then again here we have some more fantastic vocals from the from the main vocal and she has this one really like soulful ad lib that just was so good okay so we're going to move on to track number 3 of the album entitled 247 or as the song likes to say 247 and uh Alamark why don't you start us off for our discussion of the song sure thing so uh i've been the contrarian so far on this album with you know having some criticisms for the first two tracks on songs that i do like but i do feel like from here on is where the album really takes a turn Uh for the worst no I'm kidding. It's it, it, this <laughs> is where I get this is where it really like picks up and uh I start loving everything about the album here. Uh 24/7 in particular I love it cuz it has like this really like nice throwback R&B sound particularly 90s. Um the rhythm specifically I like it cuz it sort of has a uh uh it has like a nice like new jack swing vibe to it but Uh, or an influence to it without sounding super derivative of New Jack, which I really enjoyed. Um, and yeah, it's I don't know. It's I just love. I feel like we're getting a lot of throwback R and B sounds in uh, K-pop lately, but this is like a night, like another really good one out of, and not the only one that we're probably going to talk about on this album. So uh, yeah, I'll open it up to to y'all. I have like a couple other things, but I'm curious to know if y'all liked it as much as I did. I I mean I love this album front to back. No I already mentioned that it was a no skip and it it was such a no skip that I would just it it, it was a no skip and a a repeat. I would just keep the album going and going. It was so good. And this song was was a great like um just a not a mood shift um for like the slower but it was just a great kind of break from um what run to you and same same had it was just still slower like slower tempoed but still kind of you know had like a an upbeat uh groove to it um i really love the chorus i thought that was like extra groovy and um yeah it's just um i i love i love that sound that you were mentioning like the the 90s throwback it just it um it 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 started cuz like i wasn't ready for r&b stacy cuz i i'm used to like 
the really bright and girl crush because like not even so bad so bad felt like trying to be like all the other girl groups um around the time but this one feels really much like it's heading more towards velvet red velvet which i will probably bring back bring that comparison up again in another song um but it just this just it felt smoother like the the the, the package that they were delivering. And this just felt so good. Um, if I could call out something instrumentally, I really love this. Um, I love that um, the, the I guess I'll call it like a, a sigh synth that was happening. Um, I think it was in the chorus. Um, I forget where it was happening. But anyway, uh, this one just felt good as well. Um, Steven, what did you think about the song? Yeah, I, I mean, I like this song a lot too. Uh, I, I also thought that certain moments just sounded like, or like it had these really just hip hop kind of elements. Like, yeah, the, the like the intro, uh, and then there's this kind of repeated sound they do that I, that you'll hear in like a lot of a lot of beats. But I, I like that overall. That's what this production sounded like. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't really have too much to add uh, more than what you guys said. But I want to just, like, say that my, my favorite part um, was probably, like, just Jay's verses on this. Yeah, I feel like she just really owns her verses on the song. And um, especially just, like, the the beat under her, under that verse, it, like, it allows it's some freedom there and the, the, her rhythm's a little unpredictable and like, and she sings and raps in the same verse and just sounds really great. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it was, I think the song, re- she like really just fit the song too. Yeah. I think yeah. specifically, <laughs> I love the one that comes out of the second verse when you think mm-hmm. it's supposed to be a chorus, but then it ends up being Jay's rap. I think I love yeah. her like sing talky kind of rap style and that specific verse uh where it's just like her and then that the syncopated uh drums and that's pretty much all that's there i yeah Yeah. that part is so great and her delivery is really good yeah also i just got i got the jay's part so i just been listening to it yeah but also this is the first song that does not have black eyed pill song in the production line Mm -hmm. it's all bxn bx I don't. Can you remind me uh, what else is BXN? Kind of just like a. I don't know a lot about them. I so. don't. Yeah, I yeah, tried I mean, looking it up. There's some stuff, but not enough that like I know. I was, do do I you know, know any other songs that? Apparently, they did. Um, did they do dream? I just think did they do dreams come true? Oh, oh the gate up right now. Oh, the rearrange. Oh, they were the rearrangers. The dreams. They're arrangers. True? Yeah. They weren't the producers, but they arranged Dreams Come True. Mm. Anyway. Um, yeah, I don't know too much about Big Sun, but I, I do like just from this song alone, um, I really like them a lot. And mm-hmm. I thought it they were able to kind of still bring a new flavor to Stacy because I mean, we all know what a black eyed pill song sounds like song sounds like, especially with, with Stacy, but um this felt different and but still in the same kind of wheelhouse of what Stacy can bring. And so yeah, I just love, I love this. 
it, it, it starts to make more sense with the fact that this album, the, even the cover, um, like is trying to invoke a very 90s. Like, I feel like if Stacy was around back then, then they would be performing at the Lovers and Friends tour and or uh, festival in Vegas, um, aka Firefest, too. Um, so, uh, yeah. Or no, would that be Firefest too? I guess that's Firefest too. And then the the um, the the what's the uh, the emo festival called? Oh, I forget. The, Whatever that is, the new one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Firefest three. That's Uh-oh. for sure. Yeah. Anyway, doesn't matter. I think Lovers and Friends is way more credible. Anyway, that's not K-pop. Um, yeah. Do you guys have anything else you want to say about two four seven twenty four seven? I'm good. Okay. Yeah, I'm good. All right. Okay, cool. Well, um, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, we we, t- we took a very long break. Um, but we're going to take it even lo- just a little bit more to, um, to finish off the rest of the album. When we come back, we'll have a game from Alan Mark, and we'll talk about the final three songs of this amazing album. No skips. Uh, we'll see you on the B-side. All right, welcome back to the B-Side. As you already know, we like to play a game when we come back from the break. And this week's game is brought to you by Alan Mark. So I'm going to give it to him and he's going to let us know what we're going to play. All right, so this one I think you could cut out a lot of it because it's just going to be y'all doing some work. So I don't have a presentation this time. This one, I just thought it would be a fun idea because the Stacy album is titled YoungLove.com. So I figured... Why not make this a little bit of an online game for y'all? So what is a website Ooh, that three. we often use? I know I often use for the bios every week. And that Lighthouse.com. is... No. And that is wikipedia.com. So what we're going to do here is a classic wiki race between the two of you. So it's wikipedia.org. Just in case <laughs> you tried to use .com. <clears throat> Is it org? Sorry. It's dot org. Yeah. <laughs> Wikipedia.org. I just type in Wikipedia and whatever comes up, that's what I go to. <laughs> uh, anyway, so y'all would be doing a quick race. So uh, what we're going to do is start off with... Uh, let's start off with just Stacy. You will both start on the Wikipedia page for the K-pop group Stacy, And you will have to... Eventually get to. Uh, let me share this real quick. A fruit, and that fruit oh, will be no. determined by this random fruit wow. generator that I have right here. Okay. So uh, <laughs> I love it. All right. So oh. the, the goal will be to get to from Stacy to this fruit. Wow. And as is it, few um, the clicks as possible. Few okay. clicks. Okay. Okay. Few, so, okay. so you can take your time. Okay. Yeah, you can take your time. But if it ends up being 
a tie, then it's whoever's first wins. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, I guess. Um, shoot. I feel like. I feel like we should talk this out for our audience somehow. Yeah. Um, like, but then the I don't want to hear what Stevens. Maybe. Okay. You, what I'm gonna do yeah. is I'm gonna mute Steven. And then Steven, you mute me. And then when Alamark says go, we're gonna talk it out, and Alamark's gonna hear both of us talking. <laughs> oh, that'd be fun. And then, and then, um, here, let me let me hit the recording now. Okay, okay. <laughs> on the computer. Okay, so Wait, I'm gonna I, put you on mute right now, Stephen. How? Do, oh, how do I mute you? Never mind. Yeah, because Alamark I just mute. Can't. Oh, okay. Okay, you can unmute yourself, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm just not gonna. I'm gonna take my headphones off. How about that? Yeah. I can. Then, uh, I'll do that. Yeah. Too. And then I'll and then I'll talk. All right. Okay. This will be Sorry. interesting. Wait. Right. Should I, I? I guess I. Oh yeah. Yeah. I do need to. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, for those I guess listening, uh, pretty much a wiki race is essentially just going from one Wikipedia page <laughs> and just going through random hyperlinks within that page until you get to a destination. Which is a different page of it. something totally like not related. Uh, yeah, so I guess when y'all get to the endpoint, uh, just send me how many clicks, or if you want to, like, if you want to prove that you got there in this many clicks, you can show like whatever the history is from the Stacy page to whatever. Um, yeah, but then, yeah, just get there in as few as clicks as possible. So I'm curious to see how you'll oh get Oh my there. god. <laughs> so the fruits that will be your destination page will be papaya. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh. All right. Okay. Um, okay. Tell me when to right. go. Um, y'all, have y'all pulled up? Go. Are you both pulled up the yeah, Stacey yeah, page Stacey right now? Yeah, Wikipedia.com page. Dot com. Oh. One dot this. Great. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then whenever you're ready, just send me whenever you're done with that. When you're done first, and then how many clicks? I gotta remember how many clicks. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. That's okay. You can check your history. You can I'll, use I'll... a history to check how many. Okay. Good, good, good call. No. You're okay. Good. Okay. Ready. When you're ready. Ready. Set. Boom! I run to you. Go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's see. Papaya. Oh, this is so fun. (laughs) I see the Melon Music Awards. I'm going to start there. (laughs) I'm just going to click on. Ooh, that's a whole click. Okay, okay. Um, Um, All right, okay. Uh, Is there any mention of fruit in this one? Melon? That's so good. Oh, that's so good. (laughs) Okay, now I'm at the Melon Online Music Service. Okay, for other uses, see melon. Okay, disambiguation. Uh, other uses, it's a dessert apple. Okay. Um, <laughs> I love Steven. Uh, red Steven candy just apple. Okay, apple. Apple is a type of fruit. <laughs> and then going down. <laughs> I have no idea what Steven's doing right now. He's just humming. He's so calm. Uh, melon. Chocolate so tropical fast. fruit. Tub. I wonder. I won't. Have, I'll have no idea when Chuck's done. So I'm just gonna <laughs> keep going. Um, oh shoot! This is not the page. Well, I got to Blackberry, but. <laughs> okay. 
All right. So it looks like both <clears throat> of you have gone into the Papaya Wikipedia page from from Stacy. Uh, so, uh, Steven did get his to me first with eight clicks and then Chuck got it to me in five clicks. So Chuck is the one that wins (laughs) this episode of, I guess. Oh, that's it? (laughs) Yeah, it's just this one. That's it. Oh, Um, okay. Steven, you got to go first then. Quick serve. So congratulations, Ooh. Chuck. Quick search. <clears throat> quick serve, you said? Yeah, quick serve. Because you got to serve me the... That's the sad. I don't know. That's All right, it. So That's what, the game. What is your wow. path? What is your path? Oh, yeah, I, yeah, let us know the paths. I, well, okay, I can... How about I share my screen? I just show you sure. what I okay. clicked on. Oh, yeah, let me stop. Uh, okay. Man. <laughs> uh, okay, so from... Stacy, I clicked on South Korea, went down to the, uh, I I must have clicked on it earlier, but I went down to the cuisine section. Oh, smart. Clicked on this (laughs) fruit wine. I heard that. (laughs) I was like, what? Uh, And I clicked on the fruit name and then eventually, and then I clicked on this one. And I did get to Blackberry, <laughs> then clicked on fruit, and then went also to the... Then I, I also thought it would list, have a list. And then from here, I just scrolled down to Papaya. Oh, smart. I wonder if I could have gotten here sooner. <laughs> but it's okay. I heard... <laughs> Chuck, I heard your initial note of where you went first, and I thought that was really funny. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Steven, I said, okay. Uh, I tried to see if it would work, and it, it didn't work. Um, but I was like... Okay, Stacy. Um, let's see. They won. They were nominated for a Melon, or they won a <laughs> Melon Music Award. <laughs> and then oh, when you click on funny. Melon Music Award, you can get to the word Melon by itself. But then that kept, that was too many clicks. Then I so I started over again. Yeah, he so started in the beginning, and then got yeah, to I started it. all the way back to the beginning. I, sorry, I'm just gonna open up my my path real quick. Because I kind of just clicked around. Actually, I'll just run it through with you guys. See if I can recreate it. Um, okay. Okay. So <coughs> I I started with sorry. There you go. I started with K-pop. Then I went to I, I either went to like K-pop. I, I went down here. Popularity of K-pops. Then I was like, oh. Latin America. Then I clicked on Chile. Then South America. Then I kind of clicked on a... Let's see. I think I clicked... I just clicked on a bunch of random... Uh, countries to see if it would take me anywhere. Then I went to Brazil. Then I did a quick, quick search, and then it yielded. Where is it? I'm gonna have to search for it. There. Wow. Oh, it was just there. Local ah. common fruit. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I went wow. to each country trying to find. 
Anyway. And those don't, though, each country you visited, don't, that doesn't count as a click. Well, I mean, it's the shortest path, right? Well, I guess okay. that can I guess technically I you're guess not supposed to go back. Oh, okay, okay, never mind. Sorry. Then Steven, <laughs> Steven, you won. I, I did. This was a one take. I, I, uh... <laughs> so should I amend this and say Steven won that? You should. I, <laughs> I think so. All right. <laughs> All right. Both of you can see to that fact. Amend it. Amend it. Both of you can see to that fact. So, Steven, you are our true winner of our quick serve today. <laughs> what a twist. Forced to win. <laughs> what a twist. Uh, Let me consult the rule book. <laughs> All right. Should have been clearer, but that is fine. We made it to the end. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Let's just say that we both won, but Steven, you get you get the point. You get the, the you get the record for it. I will not say we both won. Never <laughs> will I say that we both won. <laughs> I love oh, it. Funny. I love it. All right. Well, congratulations, Steven. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you are you are. He spent a lot more time on the internet. I I do have a so lot wait. of pride in my Wikipedia knowledge. Also, <laughs> I've made pages and I know. I was gonna say, don't you work in some documentation? Haven't you haven't you done documentation in the past? I have, and I've also gotten into a little uh, like edit war with someone. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Who, who well, I who you... I thought was I thought I think this person was the subject of the article and then when i nominated his article for deletion <laughs> he got angry <laughs> oh that's funny. i love it okay well we won't we won't have you disclose yeah uh, which article but you can tell us after the recording it was lee suman <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay i'm the true okay. sm well <laughs> <laughs> all right uh let's uh let's finish off the rest of the app guys so let's move on to track number four entitled young love and if you asked me on wednesday no if you asked me on monday when i first listened to the album i would have been like you know my favorite song is track five butterfly but then if you asked me on wednesday i would have told you actually my favorite track is track number four, Young Love. Now, if you ask me today, I have flip-flopped back to Butterfly. And so Young Love, as of this moment, um, is my second favorite song. And I will tell you why. Because I love how out of nowhere this song just come, this falls into our laps. Like... I don't know who gave permission for uh, Black Eyed Pilsung to go back to San Jose, San Jose Skate and oh pull some talent from up and coming <laughs> alternative rock early 2000s um, bands. Because this is another, we, we're getting like the string of nostalgic childhood. Um, just I I, it, I don't know. You just kind of have had to live in that era to understand the kind of bands that were coming out. So like Jimmy World. Uh, who did I write? I, I, I wrote 
the the I wrote that the guitar riff sounded like Lazy Eye for, uh, by Silver Sun Pickups. Mm-hmm. Like it's just mm. this this very specific era in rock, I guess. And I love I just love this song. It's just so it's so great. I, I categorize it as pop rock in a little bit, or in a in a little way. But um, I I think what I truly love most about this song is that it just proves that Stacy. I I don't know what Stacy's sound is. Like there is no cookie cutter format for this group, and it just shows how versatile they are, and they can sound great in all sorts of genres, even. Um, a rock song like this and it's just there's so many other parts that I want to talk about but I, I would love to hear your guys' initial thoughts. So Steven, what did, you, what did you think about this song? I know you don't like rock or guitar or um, yeah, you know, these kind so. of, these kind <laughs> of uh, tracks. So I'm curious to see how much you hate this song. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, I actually somehow really like this one too. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but I, I think for me, hearing like some guitar on this on a Stacy track, I, I was thinking of my favorite song from Statum, which was Love Fool. Mm-hmm. And so this is th- for sure. Uh, okay, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, but um, and and lyrically, this song the, the, they have two kind of similar. Theme or the two songs have some similarities, but Young Love is, I think, even a bit more like melancholy and even a bit, bit like youthful, angsty too. So I, I, I like this song a lot. Um, I'm not sure if I like this one more than Love Fool, but I, I do think that they, they can do this genre too. Um, but. I guess this is also kind of Black Eyed Pill songs um, take on that kind of alt rock um, that I, I thought he was really going for on on Love Pool. But uh, more about just this song, uh, I, I thought that intro really set up the whole mood for the rest of the song, and then the the, the intro is also the chorus, which is a, a move I like a lot too. Um, and I think this song has my favorite pre-chorus on the album. It's just super pretty. Um, everyone sounds great. I think on this one, it's uh, Seon and Yoon who do the pre-chorus. And then there are also some really nice harmonies. Um, yeah, but I am a big fan of this song. Uh, yeah. All right. You, Alamark, you, you had stated that starting with 24-7... This is where it starts turning around and it just it's I, I'm not quoting you, but I understood it as like just a nice string of great songs. So where does Young mm-hmm. Love fit in your rankings for um this album? Oh, it's it's a top two for me. For yeah. So uh I think with this one specifically, like the moment I heard it, I think in my in my brain I was like this should have been the lead single for me. Um, oh, I think, okay. Like, not that... I mean, Run To You is great. And I think it fits more the K-pop landscape of what's popular and um, and just tonally. 
You know, like that'll that's a song that'll get you music show wins and stuff like that. But I think Young Love would have been so good as using a term that Steven also used. It would have been such a great angsty teen girl title track. Like this could have been like their playing with fire or even going back to could have been like their ugly from 21, stuff like that. Like it fits that kind of vibe, which I think would have been an even starker contrast to their other singles than Run To You was. Um, and shown a lot more of their like range, like truly of their range. Um, but of course, like I also know like these type of songs don't get as much like traction po- popularity wise. Uh, except except Tomorrow by Together's uh, yeah. love song is sort of the same vibe. And that one was really popular. So you never know. And I think it would have been nice to have that little change, but um, I understand going with Rent to You as the lead single here. But like this song just so good. I love the like emotion behind it. It is I do feel like it's a little, like a lot different from other emotions that they've tried to convey in other songs. Um, the guitar is really like I love the guitar. The, the tone uh, the, is so yeah, good. The reverb they yeah. put on it suits the the mood really really well. Um, yeah. And it's produced by the same three people that produced Run To You also. So I'm like, this this could have just could have been a single. It wouldn't change much. Um, yeah. Uh, vocally, really great too. Like Shion in the end is, when yeah. she does like the belty stuff, is so good. Um, yeah, it's, it's, there's like a yearning behind it that like really, I think is a nice example of like the just youthful, like heartbreak a little bit. So yeah, I think it would have been a really nice thing to show, but um, but it also serves really well as a as a B side. I think that's another yeah. thing. Run to you, I don't think would be as good of a B side as this one is. Maybe that's why. But I, it looks like they are promoting this song though as like the yeah, the secondary second yeah. single. Yeah. Well, yeah. they did they did stages with both of this and Butterfly. Like they do like half oh. of this song and then all of Butterfly. So yeah. Okay. I, you, um, you brought up, uh, it was you, Alan Mark, that brought up uh, TXT. Yes. Yeah. I, because I remember you guys really loving Love Song. Um, and I, I, I liked it, but I didn't think I liked it as much as you guys did. Um, if I had to choose between that song and this song, I would always choose this song because I think I, growing up, I gravitated to, the like you're saying the melancholy um slightly angsty sound more Mm -hmm. and um while love song sounded did it i forget was it more youthful uh, like hopeful no what was it oh no yeah yeah i gotta re-listen to it again but um but yeah i i don't know i just i i think i i gravitate towards this song more um but not to say that love song is not i not great I think I like the music video more than the song. I don't know. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I just, yeah, I I think, wait, did I say it on the air or before we started recording about how Black Eyed Pilsung I think is my favorite? That was before no, no, I said it before. Okay, so I, I think it's it's just more and more, proving more and more that BEP is probably, sorry, Ryan, Ryan S. John. Um, I think they're just pretty. Those two are producing way more hits that I just sync with than 
this this being one of them. And so they're good. I I don't have any other call outs. Steven, do you have any specific moments that you liked? Uh yeah. I, I really love the oohs oh, just yeah. throughout the song. I, I love mm-hmm. them, especially in the chorus, uh where it's when they do it when the when the chorus switches to the sixteenth note hi hats. I love that that change and um and just the drums there. Um yeah and then in the end um where where they we hear again uh Xi'an's great high note but uh with with run to you they do the same thing where they bring in in the last chorus the first line is where they mm. do it but um sometimes you hear it like you you often hear it at the end of a bridge going into the last chorus but on Run to You and Young Love, they do that high note at the during the first line of the last chord. So it's like a just a, it's like a little later than sometimes you'll expect to hear. But uh, it just seemed like a similarity that felt I don't know. I wanted I I I noted when I heard it. But yeah, nice. really good song. Awesome. All right, you good, Alan Mark? Yep. All right. Great talk. All right. Let's move on, guys, to probably the worst song in the album. Totally hate this song. This is definitely last on the list for me. So track number five entitled Butterfly. Oh, wait, no. I just said it was my favorite song. Yeah, you did. <laughs> uh, sorry, guys. Uh, so track number five entitled Butterfly. Steven, uh, why did you lead us off and tell us what you think about this song? I yeah I think I think this is my favorite song on the album. Yeah, you don't but, have to be strained. Yeah, it's very it's a very easy pick. Yeah, for, to be a favorite. Yeah, and uh, just looking at my my first note was how are they keeping up this level of quality? <laughs> like it was just <laughs> it's it's just so good. Like it it's again it's kind of even a different. Sound it's kind of close to twenty four seven, but it's a different sound too. I I thought it reminded me of some some Dean tracks like Half Moon with the the piano okay. on this one, um, and like the reverse uh, effects plus some like the internet songs. I think I've mentioned Wanna Be before, but uh, that's the one that I thought of uh, that this song reminded me of. Um, yeah, I mean it just has that amazing super smooth groove and and their lyrics i mean the their vocals really uh, shine on this one too uh verse one zoom in sounds great and i thought uh isa sounds great in the pre-chorus too um like throughout the song just everyone's like verses and every line that they get they they have a chance to just show off how, how how they can suit their vocals to this type of uh song um i i thought I, I, yeah I, I was gonna say i feel like there there was never a part maybe there was a couple but there was i feel like there was never a part where it was just one person singing there was always some sort of like backup vocal or harmony going on and it just made it so pretty from just just to kind mm. of add on to your note about the vocals yeah anyway yeah what um, were you saying yeah i i think from I was just thinking about how like from complex that that song mm. it could have gone like more 
like R&B, but then I, I think this is where on a butterfly, it's where I was like really happy to see them go more like explore the, the R&B sound. Um, so yeah, I'm happy that they, they, they kind of just went deeper into this uh, from showing like hints of it in complex. So. All right, Al Mark, where does this song rank in uh, the pantheon of younglove.com songs? Uh, yeah, we got we got a hat trick here. The three, it's also my favorite <laughs> song. It, it's just so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, particularly, I love this. First of all, this is another BXN uh, produced song yeah. with Primetime. And uh, yeah, I love this one, particularly like. It's, it sounded more neo soul to me, not just like not mm-hmm. just R and B. It was like very neo soul. Um, specifically, like textures with the sense of the keys, it gave me like early Raphael Sadiq stuff, like Tony 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 Lucy Pearl ish kind of vibes, which I love. I love Raphael Sadiq a lot. So um, yeah, so that immediately put me in the vibe from the beginning, like from the start. Like you you heard it, um, leading into that. The melody, which I think starts off with the chorus as well here, which is really cool, which Stephen mentioned he really likes too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and that melody actually reminded me of this one Gallant song. Uh, it's uh, Miyazaki, where it's actually pretty similar. Like, it's, and I think that immediately, like, that's, I love Gallant, love the, it was off of Ology, love that album. So it's like, okay. Getting tying all that together, this is sort of like a perfect like K-pop homage song for that kind of sound and era. Um, yeah, I think. I mean, you mentioned the uh, Stephen mentioned the piano and the reverse effect they put on the piano as well. I loved it because it really, I think it adjusted rhythmically to the song too because it would switch chords without having like the hit of like say the keys. Um, starting but like you heard the shift in tone almost like it was a synth and then it would land on another chord so i think that helped bring a cool syncopation to the to the sound as well um but yeah i don't know y'all already talked a lot about what makes a song great uh but vocally too i think this song is so strong vocally the uh the harmonies in particular built off really great chords i think especially the last chorus they added even more on to that vocal layering. So it sounded even fuller, which is really nice. And then more Sheehan runs going on in the background. I'm not 100% sure she goes into whistle tone at the end yeah. because her voice is already really high that I couldn't tell if that's just like a, like a really backed off belt or anything. But um, yeah, I, uh, everything about this song is is so good and an early early contender for B side of the year for me. Wow. So yeah. It's, it's okay. good. So if since you're saying such wild, wild proclamations right now, I, I will oh. put this in the <laughs> front front runner for for sure in the in the discussion for my favorite album of the year because it's just it's just that good for me. Um, I know there's the horrible horns for Run to You, Alan Mark, but um, but the package that this 
album delivered, like especially with Butterfly, it's just I I just there's no song that I don't want to listen to, and it's just it just it's already made a note of it. Like go back to this. It just seems like we like to pick a lot of albums and releases from the beginning of the year because mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. we don't care about the fall and winter time K-pop releases. Um, even though I'm probably going to really like the Twice release in October or something like that. <laughs> the inevitable um, Twice yeah. album. <laughs> the Twice October. summer album. Yeah, a little funky groovy Twice. Um, and then the Espa song out of nowhere. Um, okay, anyway. This song is... it. It's so good. It like deserves to be... Like everyone deserves to like needs to listen to this song like more than just K-pop fans. I think people who are a fan of if you if you like Thundercat, if you like the internet, if you like all that neo soul, Western neo soul, like this is just this should be in your playlist, um, right up there with all those amazing other groups. It's just it. It doesn't. It transcends just K-pop for me. It's just like it. It is such a beautifully constructed song, front to back. There's so many amazing textures that just sound so great. You just every time you listen to it, you you hear new things about the song. Um, right now, the the part that I'm really attached to is the the again um, the galactical sounds, but the one the descending like chimes or the tones like the, mm. the the one that's like na 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 like that that part at the end of like the after each uh part or portion of the chorus i think um the bass the bass in the back was so great i i i i can't hear it right now because i'm only listening to it softly so i can have it in the background but when i when i'm listening to this song at um the proper volume like it just there's so many notes that start like blossoming or sorry there's so many instruments that blossom for me and um at in one playthrough i like it was really digging the um the bass i can't tell you exactly where to look or at what point of the song to notice it but that was great um yeah I, I have to echo the discussion about the the little piano lo-fi sample that they kicked off the song with. Um, I just love that the, the you guys were saying it's like they they reversed it in some portions to make it, it that sounds kind of like, like yeah. rewind mm-hmm. sound kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, I loved how like haunting that was in a in a way. It just it sounded antique, but like I don't know. It just it didn't. It, it made me feel weird in like a, un, or it made me uneasy, but in a good way, I guess. I don't know. It was just, it, it there were so many feelings with the song. And it's just, this is the kind of, uh, this is the, this is the, this, this is the song. It's so good. I, I wouldn't be surprised if I joined you as well on our favorite B-side of the year. It's so good. Like We have a lot of good sh- B-sides this year though. So I know. It just, the single playlist that I started, there's like only a handful. But then I feel like I just put the rest of every release that comes out. Like, um, I think I have like 
a million Taeyong songs in the B-sides. Um, yeah, there's just… Anyway. Uh, I really, really like the song and I think it's okay. All right. <laughs> Anybody else want to talk about anything? Uh, uh, about the yeah, song? a couple of things. Just with the bridge. I loved how… Uh, I, yeah, I thought it was just going to go into the chorus again. Mm-hmm. But then it just has the piano. Like not the piano with like any effects on it. But just like a piano. And then the vocals. And then it builds up again with… They they, they add the, the bass and the, the drums. And like uh, all of the, the other keys or like the other synths and, and the pads to, to bring up the sound back into that full band chorus. Which I loved. And then I wanted to also like one of my notes was on Jiyeon's high notes in the end because to me it sounded like she it, she was just moving so precisely between each note like mm-hmm. it was an instrument like like that you would control with a like a keyboard it just felt like so effortless and is so good uh, yeah I don't. I could just talk more and more about the song. I don't even have to actually point out anything specific. I can just say how the song makes me feel. And I can do, talk about that for one hour. Um, but yeah, that's what what a great what a great song. And it's it's interesting because the you know I I we don't know too much about BXN and um uh, who did you say was also Primetime? Primetime. I don't know much about them, but it just ends up being like their offerings for Stacey are just so, for some reason, sound very refreshing to me and like sound really great. And um, I don't know if we're going to ever see a future where, where Black Eyed Pilsung doesn't mainly produce for Stacey. Um, maybe we will. I don't know. But it just shows like they got so they got range, and it just—I don't know. I—I'm. T- it's like it's like I'm. I know there's six members, but it's like I'm looking at a future. Like I mean, I, I Red Velvet's not that old. I mean, they've been around for a very long time, but um, they're they're younger than us, right? So um, it just just to see like. The le- the level of talent coming from Stacy at such a early age is just crazy to me, and I could I could imagine us loving more and more B sides from them in the future if they if if they're gonna keep this up. So, okay. Now I I wish that was the last song because I feel like that was a great that would have been a great way to uh, to end the album. But we do have one more song in this. Um, <laughs> in this release and it's entitled I Want You Letter You Baby and track number six so Alamark uh, could you close our discussion of this album with that final song of chords <clears throat> well the voices got really bad <laughs> um, <laughs> did you say of up. chords yeah I said of, of course, chords or of chords I just couldn't yeah. do it at best uh, man yeah well another another R&B track to end off this album I think <laughs> like <laughs> which is uh, another surprise, but like this one's just more seeping with like alternative R and B for me, like more mm-hmm. uh, current stuff. Um, like the textures of it made me feel like, oh, this I could hear this coming out from like the background of a 
a scene in Euphoria or something. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's just like, even though I said it's more contemporary, it does also give me more like 2000s, early 2010s R&B vibes. Yeah. Like, like names I'm pulling here. It's funny because I mentioned what well, was last week when I mentioned Jordan Sparks and stuff like that. But here it's more like Leona Lewis, maybe Sierra, like Body Party kind of uh, evoking that sound, song. So, um, so yeah, it was like this one, like where the other R&B tracks are more like groovy, chill. Like this one's chill, but it's more like, it's more like crooning in a way where it's like, it's it sounds more not desperate, but it's like there is like a desperation in like the way they sing it. Um, because I mean, the song's literally called I Want You Baby. So it's like, that's what you're pulling for. Uh, so yeah, like this one is pure like a like performative R&B song, which is really another really good, another great vocal performance. Uh, also a nice, I think this one's a really good album closer as well. Um, sort of settling the tone that was set from the rest of the songs too. So yeah, just another like, yeah, these last four songs are just have been so good. And this one is a, the best way to cap it, I think. I don't have any, like, I, I think I wasted, not wasted, I used all my notes for uh, for butterflies. So um, I, I couldn't come up with anything better um, for I Want You Baby. But um, I, I will just echo a lot of what Alamark um, has already said. And probably with what a lot, uh, with a lot of what Steven is going to say. Um, but I... Just going back, I I just love how this this song is just very on brand with the package that they're, they're the the concept I guess they're trying to show for this uh, release, which is very much that throwback R and B uh, genre, the one that us millennials love very much. <laughs> and I I don't even know if I guess I I wonder if they can name. Um, every artist you just said, Alamark, uh, and then some. Like I, maybe they they've heard they've listened to them before. I mean, how else are they going to get these? Uh, yeah, is that how it works? Like, do these? Um, I'd imagine Dean would very much go back and listen to all these R and B singers from the past. But like, do you think Stacy knows? who Jimmy E World is like do they understand what they were trying to to perform for Young Love or like would they know who um <laughs> would they know who Kelly Rowland is or something maybe they do i don't know who's to say but it's just um i whatever whoever decided to kind of market the 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 release in this way like i i feel like they were they knew us. This album was made for us. And so this song being at the, at the very end, it just makes the most sense to me sound-wise. Um, and if I could point out a, a fun instrumental part that I really enjoyed, it was those violin plucks in the chorus. Mm -hmm. I just really... I don't think I've heard that in a K-pop song recent uh, of recent. Um, so it just sounds really nice to hear that, that tone. It just... Um, yeah, it sounds really cool. But yeah, I like this song too. But not as much as Butterfly. <laughs> All right, Steven. What do you think about this song? Yeah, also really like this one. And I do not have much 
to add either. Um, just I, I think I'll just point out a couple of the like production things I like. Oh, by the way, this song was produced by someone. Well, it was by Van Gogh. Van Gogh, I guess Van Gogh. We in America we say Van Gogh, but I always hear it said like Van Gogh, Van Gogh. everywhere. Van Gogh. But the other and someone else will. Dot B. <laughs> so, <laughs> Try to get on I that will I am SEO. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> will B am, maybe. <laughs> will be. Will be. Ooh, a lot of, um, so yeah, I don't know if I've seen them before, but I mean, they did a really good job on this. Um, yeah, uh, some of the production things I like were that the, that like really low pitch voice they put under uh, when certain people are singing, uh, they, they even added it under like Jay and everyone. But mm. um, I think most of them got that effect too. Uh, I really like the the crazy in love part of the chorus. I just thought that was really nice. And then again, I'll comment on, on Shion's like impeccable control, like with her run in the end. It it's just so it's so good, mm. and, like control and this power. It, it's. So yeah, just this so was, good. I I don't. She usually gets most of the line distribution, right? Because that's what it seems like. I, I don't know if like most, but she just always gets the like the high the runs, notes, the yeah, the runs, yeah. yeah. And I just feel like this album was made for her. Um, I think I did like a quick check of the line distribution. She she had the most lines oh, in okay. all of the songs, yeah. So um, this was this concept was made for uh, to shine so um, she just sounded great in every single song including this one so um, yeah does anybody else have anything to add for this song before I close out call one last call doesn't seem like it mm-hmm. okay alright so uh, well our time is ending, so I'm gonna open it up for last calls. Uh, if you want to say anything you want about any of the songs or the album or Stacy as a whole, I'm sure we will come back to Stacy in six months from now, where I will do another fun alternative cover for our podcast. <laughs> but um, I'll open I'll open up the table to anybody who wants to talk. I think I've talked enough about what I think about Stacy, so. Uh, what, yeah. Anything you guys want to say? Sure, I can go. I don't. I did. I didn't give final thoughts last week, so I'll say <laughs> something this time. But yeah, I, I think Stacy—they're just kind of doing everything right. It seems um, like with each release. I mean, this this album is their longest release, and it's mm-hmm. all—it's like six songs. I I feel like that's just been a smart thing for them to do. Just to put out just only really good songs. And doing that, they've just assembled this really, really strong uh, discography. There's no filler on this album. And I I feel like they're continuing to show that every member is important to their sound. We have distinct voices like Jay and Xi'an, but everyone compliments and each other and completes uh, the the Stacy sound, um, like visually and aesthetically. I feel like they're a bit uh, conceptually vague, which is I think okay for them. And it doesn't kind of 
like, I don't know, I wasn't expecting any certain concept for them to do aside from maybe like a youthful sound, which they gave us on, on some of the songs. Um, and I'm not really even going to have specific expectations for what they do next, except for just really good music. And, and that's for, for me, that's what's really the most important thing. I feel like their sound kind of will exist in in parallel with the rest of K-pop. It it I don't know. It it seems like they don't aim to follow any trends and I don't know if they will even create any new ones. It's but at the same time they will still be just continuing to to grow and like be influential uh, without like I yeah I think they're just so good and at I feel like they should just be at the top or of at least their generation I I think they're so yeah I, I love them um, and yeah I like this album <laughs> I just can't believe that they only debuted it's, in the yeah. end of 2020 like yeah. it just feels like they have done so much already and. Um, I don't want to add too much to what I've already said throughout the discussion of the album, but I will say that um, I'm reading on the Wikipedia page that I am uh, clearly don't know how to navigate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just as a reminder to anybody who, who doesn't know or didn't realize when Steven said it, um, but this blurb, this little blurb on the Wikipedia page, uh, since Stacy is an acronym for Star to a Young Culture, um, this blurb is saying it's meant to reflect their aim of dominating pop culture. And I think by by really having such a broad, um, casting a broad net in who they are and the kinds of songs that they do, like that is a wonderful way to um, enact that motto or that that mantra because uh, I don't I don't see how they would have to do something very catastrophic for them to just nosedive down um, because if they're just continuing on this path that they're on like I I it wouldn't surprise me for to see them so big um, so popular like everyone um, I don't know ev- everyone just like fan- fanning over them um like like they if they're not big already then like they're gonna be humongous in like a couple of years like they like who i just feel like they're not allowed to do so well at the beginning <laughs> like same with espa like you're not you're not you're supposed to go through your your dog days and then you get what you get what's due and then you become super famous but like it just it's so good they're they're it's like they're learning. They're learning how to. They're learning from past groups' mistakes, not mistakes, but you know, trials and tribulations. Anyway, I'm done talking. Alan, Mark, do you have anything you want to say? Uh, yeah. I mean, just to say that this. I mean, with this album, uh, it's it's an early favorite for album of the year for me as well, just because it's so strong. From you know having those all those great B sides, and even still, Vince Yoon. Is still a really great title track too. So, uh, yeah, and it's like, it's also really fun seeing like another group outside of the top like three or four 
companies like doing really well like this. Um, like, yeah, I've always, I feel like we haven't really had one. Uh, I mean, we had, we did have like Idol, which is some, but they're from Cube, which is very established. This is like a brand new uh, company. Granted, Black Eyed Pillsong has been around for a while and has like all those connections, but um, it is nice seeing like a group from a smaller company or like not as well known company sort of build up this uh, this kind of renown, similar to what Mama Mood did back then when they were when they got really popular, or even Sistar when they were really popular as well. So uh, yeah, I don't know. It's the, the just this run of consistency just makes me always really excited when Stacey's going to come out with new stuff. So. Um, yeah, like it, it's going to take a lot for, for them to fall off for me, they, but they just established the, so much themselves. And even the songs not from Black Eyed Pilsen are obviously very great as well. So yeah, very excited for their future. I don't know if I like their, the, the, oh no, they don't have one yet. Okay. I, I'm going to get their light stick for sure. It, once they mm-hmm. have one. Mm. I don't know what that would be. It could be anything, honestly. It would probably just be because I don't even know if they have a logo. Like they, they change their their logo every single release. It seems like. Okay, we'll see. All right. Well, thank you everyone for choosing to dine with us. We really hope you enjoyed your stay, and we can't wait to see you next time. You can catch more episodes of How You Can Eat. We are on all your favorite podcast platforms. Make sure to check out all our past releases. We have a bunch of fun ones. Um, Again, K-pop is timeless. So even if you're listening to these releases 20 years from now, um, you could still go back. I don't know if people still like podcasts 20 years in the future, but who knows? Maybe we'll move to some weird form of uh, entertainment then but if you're if you're if you're still analog 20 years from now and are for some reason listening to cassette tapes of our podcast thank you very much for saving us and listening to us in your bunker you like where i went with that that i that was just uh, <laughs> that just went out of nowhere or that just came out of nowhere um you can also follow us on all the socials we are at how you can eat on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And you can even email us how you can eat at gmail.com. Please email Stephen. Uh, so yeah, that about wraps it up. So for uh Alan Mark, Stephen, and I, it has been our pleasure being your leaders this week. So long, stay C, and we'll see you next week. See ya. Run. Oh. <laughs>